0: Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
1: Hi, everyone. Great to be with you today on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Today, we're talking about living beyond breast cancer. This is breast cancer a month month, October 2018, and my guest is Joan Mancuso. She's been living with metastatic breast cancer since 2007. She's a volunteer at SHARE, and we're going to talk about what SHARE is, and she contributes stories about a breast, breast cancer for their newsletter, and SHARE is a support organization for breast and ovarian cancer. We'll talk about this, and we'll talk about metastatic breast cancer. Welcome, Joan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. What does SHARE stand for?
2: Actually, it's, it's not an acronym. Okay. Um, it's just SHARE, the name that was chosen, but oftentimes people will ask that.
1: Okay. All righty. So tell us about, first of all, let's define the difference between breast cancer and metastatic breast cancer disease.
2: Okay, breast cancer is, um, you know, diagnosed actually in roughly 265,000, uh, people a year. And, um, in most cases, uh, it's, it's curable. It might be stages one, two, or three. And a person will go for treatment and be cured of their breast cancer. However, in 30% of cases, people go on to develop metastatic breast cancer which means that the breast cells have spread outside the breast to other parts of the body, such as the liver, the lung, the brain, or the bone, and that mm. is when it becomes incurable and mm. stage 4 metastatic or advanced breast cancer, and patients are then on treatment um, for, the, for the rest of their lives.
1: Hmm. You know, I, I, I'd like to ask you this question before we get into what Cher is doing, is how, you know, you are also an, a volunteer and you're an advisor, how do you help people, and I know you're dealing with this yourself, with a, with a disease that, as you said, is incurable. How do you help people live a full life knowing that? That's an important question. Okay,
2: I, um, it's difficult. Um, a, a diagnosis of metastatic breast cancer is overwhelming and frightening, and it's hard to understand unless it's happening to you. Mm. But I think it's important to realize that when you're diagnosed, you're not going to die tomorrow, and the disease is treatable but not curable. Mm -hmm. I don't like to call it a chronic disease because the median lifespan is two and a half to three years, which means that half of people will die before that time and half of people will live longer than that time. Mm -hmm. I've been very lucky to be living with metastatic breast cancer since 2007, Mm. but there are not that many of us around and actually 40,000... People die of breast cancer every year, and that's actually 113 die per day. Mm. Um, and I say people because men also get their breast cancer, a very small percentage. So, oftentimes times, mm. there is help available for us to cope with um, with having metastatic breast cancer, and SHARE offers a lot of support, not only for early-stage breast cancer, but also for advanced breast cancer. Um, we have a helpline. For example, that's a basic thing that patients can do. The helpline number is eight four four ask share, and you will call and be connected to someone who's a peer, someone who is a person who survived breast cancer, or someone who is living with breast cancer, mm-hmm. who has metastatic, and talk to them about your
1: concerns. And share mm-hmm. also has other programs as well. Mm-hmm. Joan, is there anything um, preventive, not preventative, but you can do to help uh, in terms of living a longer and healthy life, For example, for example, certain foods that you eat or exercise or positive meditations, affirmations does it, does that help? Yes, there were certain things that do help.
2: One is to be able to get and accept help, and SHARE does have, for example, telephone support groups where women from around the country can call in for metastatic breast cancer and actually join a regularly repeating during the month support group of which we could sh- support each other and share information. And some of the information we do share is about how do we cope on a day-to-day basis. Um, I think we realize that uh, I always find it's good to be able to set small goals or goals that seem achievable, uh, such as, you know, you may have a, a grandchild who is going to be graduating kindergarten in a few months and you're mm. looking forward to that or a member of the family getting married and you're thinking about what you want to wear. So sometimes it's good to think about short-term goals. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. it's important to understand, to be able to see what the small stuff is as opposed to one that, some of what are the bigger issues
1: yeah. in, in life are. Yeah. Day-to-day yeah. um, to day to is what you're yes, saying, day-to-day yeah yeah and what, what, a, what about food? Mm-hmm. what about food and exercise and and visualizations? Well, um for food,
2: uh, we're told to basically you know eat the healthy diet that's suggested um for all Americans, I guess it's to eat less red meat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We're supposedly not supposed to drink alcohol um Either liquor or beer or wine, mm-hmm. or to drink it uh, less, less frequency. Apparently, some research has shown a connection between mm-hmm. breast cancer and and drinking wine. Mm-hmm. Exercise is very important. Some studies have shown that exercise helps with fatigue. Mm-hmm. And fatigue is a major side effect from some of the breast cancer drugs. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And studies have shown that exercise helps to to um, beat fatigue. But it's also important to be able to accept what you can do and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes a person can become very frustrated when they're used to doing um, things a certain way and all of a sudden they are limited because they don't feel well from their cancer drug therapy or a combination of the drug therapy as well as the cancer itself. And you find that one person may accept that more easily than, than another person. So it's good Mm. to kind of work on to accepting where you are at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: so important. So would that go along with um, daily affirmations or writing in a journal or listening to visualization tapes? Yes. A lot of um, meditation
2: can help for some people as well as visualization and listening to tapes. It doesn't work for everyone, but I definitely suggest for a person to try um, those like the visualizations and ways to think more positively, mm-hmm. because it could help to to center a person and make you feel more comfortable with yourself and where you are at the moment. Um, sometimes. Visualizations can help. I remember when I was first diagnosed with early stage breast cancer in 2003, before it advanced to metastatic in 2007. I remember when I was getting my chemotherapy treatment that I was thinking that the chemotherapy was going into my veins and it was just killing all those bad cancer cells. And Mm -hmm. it was kind of like my own visualization about what was happening. Mm -hmm. Did it help?
1: Did it help you? Yes, yes,
2: because I kind of feel I'm actively doing something. I think what also helps that many people don't realize is that being educated about the disease helps to give you a sense of control. Or I felt it helped me have a sense of control over what was happening in my body by being educated about what was going on. Because in being educated... You can have a better dialogue with your doctors, such as your oncologist or a surgeon or a radiation oncologist. And an improved dialogue can oftentimes make you feel better. You understand better. You relate very well to your doctor. That's mm-hmm. also a very important thing that's uplifting. You what want about to be support able to be with a doctor that a main oncologist that you really feel comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you
1: don't, it be, it's stressful. As opposed about, to going in front of what about and, support groups as well? I'm sorry. What about support groups as well? Yes. Well, Share has the. It's it's also important then
2: to connect with others in the same boat. So Share uh, does have the telephone support groups where um, people can call in from around the country one on Monday afternoon, 4 to 5 Eastern Time, and Thursday evening, 6 to 7 Eastern Time. Uh, And also, there's once a month for young women who have metastatic breast cancer. These would be women roughly under the age of 40, because Mm -hmm. they have completely different concerns than someone who is old enough to be a grandparent, Mm -hmm. because many times they're raising young children,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they're very young to have advanced cancer, and they really group together with each other to support each other, and they talk a lot about their young children. So support mm-hmm. groups are very, very important. It's You're being able to lean on someone else's shoulder and also give a shoulder to lean on, and then also to exchange information. About this kind of drug or that clinical trial and again it leads back to knowing about your disease as a way of helping you to cope with it and also again having a very good dialogue with your, with your oncologist or your mm-hmm. cancer All right. doctor.
1: All right. We're going to take a break on that note. When we come back, we're going to talk more to Joan Mancuso, um, who has been living with metastatic breast cancer since 2007. She's a volunteer for Living Beyond Breast Cancer, and she's been uh, at many Survivor's Day events and screening awareness forms, and she volunteers for SHARE, a nonprofit that supports women affected by breast and ovarian cancers. And this is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we'll be right back with Joan, and we'll talk more about what Cher is doing to help people with metastatic breast cancer disease. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back.
0: Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's
1: glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the
0: Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors but we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hi, everyone, and we are back. And I'm Patricia Raskin, and we are talking about living beyond breast cancer. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm talking to Joan Mancuso, who's been living with metastatic breast cancer disease since 2007. She's a volunteer with Living Beyond Breast Cancer, but also volunteers for SHARE. And that is a nonprofit organization that supports women affected by breast and ovarian cancer. And their mission is to create and sustain a supportive community of women that are affected by these diseases. And you can log on to their website at sharecancersupport.org, S-H-A-R-E, cancersupport.org. Welcome back, June. Thank you. All right. Tell us what SHARE is doing, the organization to help people with metastatic breast cancer disease. Well, as I had mentioned
2: before, they're doing some very direct um, patient interaction with their helpline. The helpline is at 844-ASK-SHARE, and the helpline allows the caller to speak with a peer or someone else who has had breast cancer or is currently living with metastatic breast cancer. As I had mentioned earlier, about 30% of people who are diagnosed with early-stage breast cancer go on to get metastatic breast cancer, which is the form that's not curable. Share also has the telephone support groups, which I had mentioned, for calling in around the country, toll-free numbers, where a support group actually forms on the phone, where the same people call in to the same phone group every week. Share also has webinars, and if you call the helpline and give your email address, you will get emails about webinars or educational programs about metastatic breast cancer. And you can okay. register online from your email and then get a notification that you're registered and then go online and, and listen to the, uh, to the live webinar. If you're not able to make the live webinar, the webinars are archived, and then you can go back and, and listen, to, listen to it. SHARE mm-hmm. um, also has the Mets Matters newsletter, which is specifically for people living with metastatic breast cancer. And again, if you call the helpline and were to give your email address, say that you have metastatic breast cancer, you would go on the list for for getting the, um, getting the newsletter. And also for strictly online, um, there's an organization called Health... Unlocked, one word, Health Unlocked, which is an umbrella organization for support groups online. And Share has one specifically for metastatic breast cancer. So it would be Mm -hmm. called Share Metastatic Breast Cancer. I am also a member of that group. And you Mm -hmm. can go on and register and post something that you're interested to know about, post a question give an update about what's happening with you, and then you can converse online Mm -hmm. with others that have metastatic breast cancer.
1: Joan, when you talk with people and you counsel them, what are some of the issues that, what are the common issues that you're dealing with, that they're dealing with, that you work with them on?
2: Well, frequently um, people are frightened by the statistics.
1: Mm-hmm. about the very sort of
2: short, uh, median lifespan. But it's very important to for patients to realize that we are all individuals and respond to treatment differently. And where another patient may not do well on a treatment, you may do well on that treatment. Or another patient may not have great side effects you may have better side effects. So even though there is this overall lifespan, which is short, and I like to mention that because oftentimes such a big deal is made of Breast Cancer Awareness Month with a lot mm. of celebrations that people think that getting breast cancer is a walk in the park, and it's not because 30% go on to, to, to the uncurable form. So when you mm-hmm. hear that someone died of breast cancer, that's what they died of, the incurable, um, incurable form, and um, yet 70% percent are cured. So it's important to kind of let people know that they need to just put the statistics out of their mind because they could end up doing very well. For example, I've done very well. So I'm sort of an example to them about how you can do well with, with the different treatments, I also often say to patients that clinical trials are an option for people with breast cancer or any cancer, and there's a lot of myths around clinical trials, like Mm -hmm. someone's going to get a placebo. Mm
1: -hmm. Nobody
2: gets a placebo anymore in a clinical trial. Okay. that's the first thing that people think, I'm going to be, I'm being experimented on, I'm a guinea pig, and I don't want a placebo. Everyone gets the standard of care treatment, and then they're randomized as to whether they get the experimental drug or they don't get it. But everyone gets the standard of care. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of these myths around why people don't want to go into clinical trials and also why clinical trial enrollment in the United States is really
1: poor really low what what is your feelings. Feelings. what is your feeling about this, Joan? What's your feeling about the clinical trials?
2: Well I feel that they are an option and the patients don't realize that. And oftentimes doctors don't speak with their patients about clinical trials. And this has become an issue that I've been advocating personally for in terms of educating more patients about clinical trials so that they understand what they are. Many times patients are waiting for their doctors to tell them about a clinical trial. But, you know, as I always say, don't hold your breath because you may never hear. You have to go on your own. But we have a search engine that's excellent. It's put out by bctrials.org. Mm-hmm. And it's a search engine, metastatic trial search. That's the name of it. If you put that in online, it will come up. That allows you to search for metastatic breast cancer trials only, either within your own zip code or anywhere in the United States by moving the slider back and forth about how far you want to go away from home. It allows you to put in all the sub-information about your subtype of breast cancer some of the drugs that you've been on in order for it to bring back return of trials that you could potentially be eligible for. So this is a very important tool for people living with metastatic breast cancer to find Mm, out about clinical trials. It's called Metastatic Trial Search.
1: Okay. And they do that on just metastatic, they can just look that up online. They can just
2: look it up online, just like that. Okay. The it, it, comes out, it comes out of the um, University of California, San Francisco. Okay.
1: All right, Joan, we have just a couple minutes left. So what would you like to leave our listeners with today about metastatic breast cancer and the organization SHARE, which is org. S-H-A-R-E org. S-H-A-R-E what would you like to leave our listeners with?
2: Well, I'd like the listeners to know that Even though metastatic breast cancer is not curable, it's treatable. I think it's important to be educated about having metastatic breast cancer or any kind of health issue that you deal with on a long-term basis and to have a very good rapport with your doctor to understand what's going on and to get out and to kind of live your life on a day-to-day basis and to continue to enjoy life, as much as you can in the moment.
1: Yeah, that's very, very important. What are would you go back over the resources with us of where how people can get more information? Yes, as you mentioned that sharecancersupport.org
2: dot org is the website. If you call Shares Helpline at eight four four Ask Share, you will be able to get either speak with somebody directly who has metastatic breast cancer also sign up to get the Mets Matters newsletter and to find out about registering for a telephone support group if you'd like to try it. I always say, try it. If you don't like it, then don't do it, but it's good to try it and to also get notifications about the webinars um, about metastatic breast cancer that you can also register for. So SHARE has a lot, um, a lot to offer for metastatic breast cancer.
1: Okay. Thank you so much, Joan Mancuso. And again, people can, if they want to write, they would write to SHARE, S-H-A-R-E, correct? Right. The SHARE
2: is SHARE, right, sharecancersupport.org is the website.
1: Thank you so much for being on the program. Joan Mancuso, who is who has really been a counselor to so many people, and she has been living with metastatic breast cancer for since 2007, and she volunteers for SHARE and facilitates a national support telephone group twice a month for people with metastatic breast cancer. Again, um, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you. Thank you, and also you can go to Shares Met Matters newsletter, so they have a great newsletter as well. All right, stand on the line for a minute, Joan. All right, that wraps up this first half hour of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Stay tuned; we have another interview for you right now.